Joey Denham Insurance. Can I speak to Joe, please? Yes, may I ask who's calling? Yeah, it's Joey Jingola. Okay, one moment. Thank you. Hey, Joey. Oh, how you doing, sir? Good, how are you? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Well, right now uh, we're we're working with Advisor Evolved to get uh, the website updated, and we're switching management systems on top of that. So lots of lots of change. Yeah, that's uh, that is a lot of change, Joel. And that's my buddy Joel Dunham of Stoller Dunham Insurance Agency out in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And Joel's actually a fellow Ohio resident. Fort Wayne, uh, Indiana is just basically a stone's throw over from the Ohio border. So. Uh, always good to get a fellow Ohio guy on the show when I always uh, get a chance. And that was Joel talking about two of the things that are on his ta- a plate for the start of 2017. And he just recently kind of was handed the keys to the agency and he's like, you know, maybe he's cleaning house. He's just, he's doing the things that he has always thought that needed to get done. And he's just boom, boom, website management system, done and done. We're getting these things updated and doing the things that we've been needing them to do for a long time. Now, you might be saying, Joel, you're crazy out of your mind. Why are you doing both at the same time? Dude, you are just asking for a serious round of torture of some kind, degree, form, fashion. There's no way that you know you can handle both of these things, and maybe that's true. I don't know. Joel seems like a pretty capable guy, so I'm not gonna count him out before he actually has a chance to do it. But again, when you create that environment of change and when you're kind of in it, it just feels natural. Uh, it, it, it slows things down a little bit and it, and it makes it easier to kind of adjust to new things when everything around you is changing and you're just kind of acclimated to it. Again, it's like just creating that that system that, hey, guess what? Nothing's safe. We're just, hey, if it's not working, we're going to get something new and we can handle it because guess what? It's not that big of a deal. It's not like something has set in stone for 40 years and we haven't touched it and it's just an immovable object at this point. We want to do our best to avoid creating immovable, immovable objects in our agency. And I like Joel's mentality. I like his kind of, um, you know, attack that he had, that ferocity he has to getting after these things and wanting to actually take action. Now the question is, is well, what's going on? What, where was he with the management system and the website? And he mentioned advisors involved. That's uh, Chris Langilla, one of our, uh, you know, buddies here at Grow. Uh, does a fine job with websites. And he, although Joel didn't mention about the management system. So what is, what is kind of spurring the change? What does he need different? And who does he think is going to give it to him? Well, with Hawksoft, the version we were using anyway, it was all, what's the word? It was all internal. So you had to download everything to one Mm. computer and then we based everything off of that. And we just needed something that was more cloud-based. That's a pretty good reason to switch. And yes, you absolutely do need something that is more cloud-based. I am not mincing words in any capacity. Having a management system that is not cloud-based in 2017 now is really kind of a deal breaker. That's just something that I don't think should be happening anymore. And I, I cringed a little bit when Joel said they were on the internal thing. And, and, and yes, that's... Oof. I mean, in no capacity does that really give you any advantages. 
And these are the types of decisions that, again, Joel's probably seen needed to be made in his agency for quite some time, but he didn't have the authority or the capability to do it. Now he does, and it's getting done. So I can see where if you are not that person that is calling the shots, pulling the trigger sort of thing in your agency, and you're sitting there thinking to yourself, well, well, geez, it's, I mean, we're using this piece of garbage and easy now. I don't know that... Uh, this isn't an indictment of Hawksoff. He said they were with Hawksoff. It's just the internal thing. Every management system, I think, in some capacity has an internal one, or at least, I don't know, maybe maybe they have phased them out. Uh, I'm not quite sure. But any, this is Hawksoft, QQ, uh, Vertifor, um, uh, Applied, you know, any of those guys. If you're on an internal management system with any of those guys, yuck. So it, uh, no, no, uh, we're, we're going to equally um, ignite all of these management system platforms uh, if they have internal solutions. And it's just, it's not working. And so back to the you person not in charge of not making decisions and possibly jumping out a window because of, of these inability to make changes, you might be thinking to yourself, well, okay, great. This is fantastic. I've got this piece of garbage sitting here on my uh, computer that is just not working for me. I can't do the things I needed to do. And you're letting it, you're letting it be an excuse, right? And I guess the point is, is maybe don't let that, don't let that be your crutch to kind of cripple your, your progress and say, well, you know, I can't make this change. So what's the point of trying? And yeah, in a perfect world, you might want everything to line up, but Hey, none of us live in a perfect world. So assess the situation. If you're somebody like Joel, who's going to potentially be kind of inheriting authority and the ability to make change in the near future, then maybe you can hold out. Maybe you can just kind of sit back and wait for your time. If not, if that is not imminent, if that is not on the horizon in the plans, hasn't been discussed any which way from Sunday, then guess what? Maybe it's time to find workarounds. And there are plenty of workarounds, and I'm not going to suggest you to do anything crazy, but you know, figure out a way that works for you. To be honest, I rarely touch our agency management system. It's with QQ. I mean, I just don't need to. I don't use it that much. I, I work in other systems primarily, and I really want the, the management system to kind of just be the, the underlying brains of it all. That's just me. And I probably need a little bit of uh, revamping there on my part, but the point is, is that anything, and this isn't management system, anything that you, you don't have really access to. I mean, the more access you have to something, the more flexibility, the more freedom you have to use it, the better, the more capability you have to integrate with other services, the better. And that's what you're going to see is, I mean, that's a really a reason if it can't do the things you're going to need it to do, then you will find yourself needing to leave those original services behind. They do. It, the cost was a little bit much for what we were paying and what we were looking to do. So it just made more sense to look around. And, you know, we want to integrate some more of the things that uh, that we've been talking about, like rocket referrals and that sort of thing. And having that internal system just didn't really give us uh, all the options that we needed to, to make sure that that was going to happen. They didn't give us all the options that were needed to make sure that was going to happen. Very important. Right now, that was Joel talking about. I asked him if Hawksoft, because I didn't know Hawksoft had a cloud-based platform. Obviously, I would assume that they would have to, but I just had asked the question just in case I was wrong. And he said, yes, they did, but it was a little more than what uh, they were looking to pay. And I think they're ultimately going to end up going with QQ. Now, there you go, right? 
they want to integrate these things. Here we hear rocket referrals again, as we've heard them mentioned on other shows. There's these other services that are going to take your agency to maybe a different level, but it's certainly a different experience level for your customers. And if you can't get that with your existing platforms, then you're going to go somewhere else. And this isn't to say that, again, their their management system is bad. It's just it lacked that one thing. And when they went to go look for that one thing with that same company, you know, again, I didn't really get in too in-depth, but price was a, a factor. And I want to kind of flip the script a little bit and start to view this, start listening to what Joel is saying from the perspective of possibly one of our clients, of somebody that is looking to buy insurance from you. And the things that they might find themselves saying about us when somebody calls up and says, hey, that's cool. Uh, you had you had your insurance with, uh, with Joel there at uh, Stoller Dunham, uh, but why did you uh, switch over to Insurify and buy your insurance that way? And you could maybe hear them saying something very similar to this. We've been with them for probably uh, close to three years or so, I'd say. And, uh, you know, it's it's been good. It was good for the time being, but, yeah. you know, with the things that we're looking to do, it just didn't make too much sense anymore to stay. Yeah, they're not a bad system or anything. I mean, it's been a good experience. It's just they weren't really matching up with where we were heading, and, you know, it's not like we, we dislike their system or anything like that. It's just yeah. it's more what makes sense for where we are. It's not you. It's me. I mean, it sounds like it's it's a good, very good, you know, albeit sincere breakup saying, listen, it's it's really not you. It's just, it's all me. It's my fault. It's my problems. And, and it's, it's, you're just not able. Anyway, that's what you're kind of hearing, right? So what, and, and this isn't, again, I think every one of uh, our vendors in the industry have, you know, a little ways to go in some capacity to, to meeting at least where I think technology should be. It's neither here nor there. But I also think we as agents also have a long way to go and even myself included and most of the people that I know that we really, I mean, be it our fault or not, don't have the ability to create the experience that we either want to or need to. And I fear that we're going to hear people say things like that when we are not giving them that thing. Now, what is that thing? That's a good question. I'm not sure that I exactly know what it is. And there's been a lot of talk on Jason's most recent podcast, Marketing uh, is Overrated in 2017, which I may or may not disagree with him about, but that's another podcast for another day and probably will be at some point. You know, there's talk of what is the actual disruptor. I've, I've, you know, listened to people inside of our mastermind group talk about the things that they think might be, you know, our competitive advantage and where, you know, we fear the most ground can be lost is with the millennial crowd and the fact that, you know, millennial agents themselves time and time again find themselves relating to millennial agents for one reason or another, but mostly stemming to the fact that as much as we enjoy an online experience, they still want that person to come back to to talk to. Now, that may be true. That might be the reason. But my guess is, is that there's going to be some type of integration, some type of functionality, some type of overarching experience that will be the cloud-based thing of us as agents of things that, you know, again, that we just want to keep our eye out on. 
of, of what we're not providing, of that experience, of, of the things that we possibly can't do for them. And it's easy to look at that through, you know, the lens of, of a vendor, of a technology vendor and say, well, yeah, they just didn't have that functionality and the functionality that we had to get, it was too much. Okay. This whole conversation started around the idea of accessibility and being able to do some things that you would think would be already available to you. Meaning somebody having an internal management system in 2016, 2017 seems like something that you wouldn't run across that often. Even though yet I still know agents today that don't have a management system at all. So what is it in your agency that is the internal management system of your process, of the way that you do business with your clients. And it might even just be something as simple as efficiency and time of just the way that you handle data and information that comes to your agency. I know that we had, again, I think this was in the mastermind group. Somebody asked, you know, how do you, how do you input information into your, your systems, your management systems, very fitting. And I was surprised, almost shocked at the number of agents in this mastermind group that said that they still have a paper input method to where they write things down on a quote sheet or something, and then they transfer it over into a system. That is, I mean, I don't know, I don't know any other way to say it, but it's just absolutely inefficient. Whatever you're asking for, it cannot be that important to justify the time that is needed to collect those custom fields of, of information. If not, find a way, and this is, again, back to the management system, custom data fields, right? If there's a piece of information that you absolutely need to ask in that process, it needs to be able to be added as a custom field in that process. It should go right into Easy Links. It should go right into QQ. It should go right into Hoxloft. It should go right into whoever it is, is that first point of entry. I would say the Raider, right? This is maybe more the Raider than the management system as when you're on the phone with them, you just want to get their information. They want you to get their information and get them that quote. Because in a world where that process is, is probably fragile at best, where, you know, again, they're just, they, they can actually go on and input that information themselves onto an Insurify, onto a Zebra, onto a um, Coverhound, whatever, right? There's a lot of different options that doesn't even allow that to take place, but you have to look at, you know, the accessibility and how... Are, if you're writing things down on paper and then re-inputting them, you're doing work twice. And it might be something that simple that is just slowing you down, not being able to get back to somebody fast enough, not being able to do something in a way that is working. Just really take the time to think about, audit yourself a little bit and look at all those potential vulnerabilities that leave you open to somebody saying, yeah, our time was great. We were with them for three years. It wasn't a bad process. It wasn't a bad agent. Just really weren't fitting with what I need. All right, I'm going to go straight up recommendations time because it's fun and I have been watching a lot of TV stuff because I have a one and a half month old son who eats a lot and that leaves me with nothing to do 
but watch TV shows. Um, in reality, uh, so yes, I've uh, plowed through recently. If, if you're a comic book fan, superhero fan, I've plowed through uh, the most recent season of Green Arrow recently, which is pretty solid. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow, which is kind of a spinoff from all of the CW superhero DC stuff that's going on. And then uh, just recently finished up uh, the first season of Supergirl. And, um, and the reason I bring this up from the conversation that we just had about you know not being able to fit with expectations and needs these are really the only kind of three network shows that I will watch. And I really didn't even watch it. So it was like, well, let me put it back. I put any CW superhero show is about my, my limitation of network TV shows where I watch mostly like Netflix originals or Amazon prime originals or HBO uh, type programming. And the reason I say that is important is because when somebody comes along and can change the game and create content that is so much different and unique and specific to people's tastes, that, that is really just different you know, the, the, the status quo, the system at hand is going to have a hard time kind of keeping up. I don't know if you've you've come to that realization. Maybe I'm just a, a TV snob, possibly. I will admit that. Um, but yes, uh, I, for quite a while now, have kind of not watched a ton of network shows just because and, and I didn't make this you know kind of connection right away. But it's just a whole different vibe and feel. If you watch the network shows, they feel a little too polished, a little too sparkly. And it's just a little too, you know, tightly packaged. Whereas in the other shows, there's a little more organic kind of humanity to it. Again, all of this is a metaphor, kind of an example of of when things can can dramatically change and, and be created in a different way, and processes and things like that can, can can change the game and change the experience that people have. Just something to think about. Random thoughts out of my brain. I've got nothing else to say. That's all. Just fun recommendations today. Uh, let me know if you watch any of those shows or what some of your favorite shows are. And if you think that um, I'm right in the whole network thing versus, uh, you, know, um, you know, streaming content services, let me know if you've noticed that. Joey at girlprogram.com. would love to hear your thoughts on mindless TV options. 